0: Tanisha Nicole and I'm Tashana Dixon and today listen it's an interesting topic here we're gonna be talking about mom friends but I just need to (laughs) preface this conversation by saying I have none that's what you're saying no I've actually been watching a lot of movies about mom friends there's actually a movie (laughs) called mom friends oh okay or a show or something but I've been watching a lot so I'm totally prepared for this conversation are you because I don't know that I am (laughs) but Break it down for the people. Why don't you have mom friends? Because it comes with too
1: much. Like, come um, on now. I already got a family. I got a job. I got a, like my own thing, right? Like, how do you have time for these mom friends? They want to do play date. They want to call you. They want to talk about stuff.
0: I don't have time for that. <laughs> I find this quite hilarious. Um, but I get it. She keeps telling me that I need to have some mom friends why because they actually have all the same stuff going on that you do
1: no no so they might but most of them fake (laughs)
0: like what
1: put it out there (laughs) putting it out there right now ladies you know this right like you always get around these women and they're like oh my life is perfect
0: my Did kids they are genius is that in real life though? yes, they
1: do and, oh. but they they try they try to say it to where they're not really saying it right so they'll be like, yes, we're really struggling with pre calc with my second grader <laughs>
0: <laughs> Shut you up. know
1: we took her to Spain <laughs> and she only spoke like three sentences
0: <laughs> I like it on my face that's that's what I'm thinking that makes sense. you just hit him back with the I got four kids. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but I, I think it's a real thing to talk about. So we, we, we mentioned before in, in like past episodes about mom guilt and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But I just feel like it's really hard to have a relationship where people respect that you don't always have time for them, that you can't always talk to them. Right. And that they allow you to come in and out and just be present when you are.
0: I just feel like that should be on the top of the list for all mom friends. Why do you suspect it's not?
1: Cause I didn't to have some friends and they expected too much.
0: <laughs> this, you're you like, guys, we want to be you guys, acquaintance level yes, only yes.
1: accepting applications. You guys are getting all the Tashonda today. Cause I just came from a kid's birthday party. So I'm mm-hmm. really feeling this topic
0: right now. Right. It's real. It's real. <laughs> and so, I so you're saying though, that there needs to be different levels. We need acquaintance level. Yes. And then we need like friend level. And then we need like best friend level. And You think everybody trying to be at that best friend level. Or, or
1: like the level below. Like I think that that's a lot the still too. Level. Yeah. Like, okay. like, especially, okay. My kids, just the age, even, if, even when I'm just talking about my first set, my first set. First right set. Now. First set. Second set. One will set. be eight uh, tomorrow <laughs> and the other is six. You just made six. And at this point in time, I'm juggling two of them. Right. So I have double classes, double whatever. So I'm following the email thread. you know the activities the field trips the birthday parties the stuff what i do with them on their own like decorating our house this weekend we're decorating our house for halloween um like it's a lot
0: it's a lot i was talking to to Tajana the other day yesterday i think or something and she was like i forgot to get cupcakes for the class (laughs) Okay, it's for her kid's birthday. <laughs> so let me be clear, though, like, I was planning
1: the actual celebration, and I was like, "Oh man, I forgot to let her celebrate for her class."
0: It's like it's but, a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. It's
1: a lot. It's and I feel like people just don't give you that grace.
0: No, we don't. We don't. That is so
1: selfish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: sorry. But I blame feminism. I'm sorry. You going with this? That's, That's where I'm go. going. I blame you, feminism. But, but, but making us do all this stuff. We,
1: we did this lie. episode. You guys got to check it out. Back in the past, we <laughs> said you can't do it all.
0: You cannot so do it So
1: I'm all. telling you guys <laughs> that I cannot be your best friend Mm-mm. and be a good mom and be a good whatever my career is and be good to me.
0: <laughs> right. But I guess my question is why do you feel like you have to be? Because you, Feminism <laughs> Is that the answer? You like, that answer? I was lying. It was, it was I mean, a trick question I, I think that people
1: inherently you want like, to be good at everything like mm-hmm. at least the things that you spend your time doing you don't want to be like I admit I'm a failure I admit <laughs> I suck at this All
0: Come right. on now I can see that I'm like but so we talked before about your pie chart and things like that so is perhaps like, are there just too many things on your pie chart of where you? I'm the sure there are. You want to be good at like?
1: I'm sure there are, but I have narrowed it down to the things that I think are necessities. Like, I have to be good at my career. I have to be a good partner. I have to be a good mother. <laughs> like, okay. I, I have to do those <laughs> things. So I guess what I what I what I cut off my list is I can't be a good friend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's just, it off the list <laughs> not a priority and that's okay I think that's fine is it let me ask you is it a requirement for you to be friends with the parents in order for your kids to be friends with well,
1: the kids so, kid? that's what I, was, so I, was, I was trying to explain to Tanisha the awkwardness of not actually being friends and having to hang around people mm-hmm. like you just don't have anything to talk about and mm-hmm. then there's like this weird awkward like, like I can't even explain it <laughs> Standing kind of, around people that you don't really know. yeah. but
0: just imagine it's like, I mean, my equivalent world is like networking, like going in a but room. But you guys have a common, like when you go and tell- You have kids at the same party who are friends. Is that not common enough?
1: They're standing over there as a mom. Your life is already about them. You don't want to stand over here and talk about them too.
0: <laughs> girl, I just feel like you should try to spice it up or something like- I go into these stuffy networking events all the time and I'm just like, you know what? I'm about to be the life of this event. Can you So okay, so let me just tell you
1: so so I think I can do this. So today Mm -hmm. was the first experience that I met a mom that I was actually like, Okay, I like you. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you about her though. Yeah. Like, first of all, I could relate to her because (laughs) um I feel like most moms are fake. Like when they interact with other moms, they want to pretend like they're the best mom ever. And the mommy world is so easy. It's not. (laughs) Like, like, keep it real. Yes. And so we were, we were at the birthday party and I don't know how we got on this subject, but, uh, we were like uh, talking about our kids. I shouldn't say this, so I'm going to say it anyway, but our (laughs) kids are behind. And when, and this is something that's real in my life right now that I'm struggling with. And I'm like, my daughter's behind. How do I get her caught up? Like, she started school in COVID. Kindergarten was a bust. (laughs) Like, first grade, she had to learn kindergarten. So, I mean, like, so now I'm working with her. And I'm like, this is a real struggle for me. And I hate when I go into these rooms and the parents are like, my kids are geniuses. And I was like, this was the first, I have to say this. My kids are, will be eight and six, I have never heard a parent tell me that their kid was struggling. Not once. (laughs) How is it? I didn't talk to 80,000 I didn't talk to 80,000 parents and all their kids are geniuses. That is just not real. But that's... Yeah, I mean, but do
0: you believe them when they say that? No.
1: Sometimes I do. So let me okay. tell you why. And it makes you feel bad. Yeah, sometimes I do. And then I'm like, and, th- some, and sometimes I feel bad for the kids. So I had uh, a, a colleague that I actually I, I talked to him because we worked together. And we were talking, we had kids that are about the same age. And he was like, yeah, my kid speaks Spanish and she does this and she does this and she does this. And, does this. and the reason I know this is true. It's because his kid looks stressed out. <laughs> I mean, he's sending her to these five classes a week, oh every gosh. week, and she has to go from this place to this place to this place. I'm like, yeah, his kid probably does know that. She's stressed. She's
0: stressed but she's out. also, in his, in his case, she's an only child. And, yeah. You know. They... Only children are different. I tell you about these only children out here. I feel like we are about to have a whole generation of only children. And... I think it's, again, because of feminism. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and blame <laughs> okay. y'all. But I think it actually started in the generation above us mm-hmm. that like, a lot of the women had relationships that didn't last and they only ended up having one child because of that. Yeah, And then that generation were more prone to having one child one child, because they were only children. Well,
1: I don't even think that that just keeps... I think that's a portion mm-hmm. of it. But I think that people realize that... In this more feminist yeah. world, where women now work and women now have a lot more responsibilities outside of the home, right. you can't manage a kid. But that's know, what I—that's
0: to me the other half of the yeah. equation. Yeah, that's how I say it's it. like it actually is a lot of work, right? And people yeah. realize because they have to work, you have to have two parent incomes coming in the house these yep. days. Like it just is reality, and let's not talk about inflation. But in China, you know, they used to have the one kid rule. That was two, but it was one. It used to be one child. And now, I mean, that was, I don't know, decades ago when that started. I'd have to look up the facts. Y'all know I'm not the facts and statistics person. (laughs) But like now they're starting to see the ramifications Mm -hmm. of having only one child as those children are now Adult. entering the workforce, yeah. mm-hmm. have families of their own and the parents are aging. Mm-hmm. And so the challenge is now they've put all their eggs in this one basket. Yep. And what if your kid is dumb? And what if they don't achieve <laughs> that was the first bad egg that was, I was like you know like, there's always one but you know there's always one and you might have gotten that
1: one. <laughs> well so. well too I mean the responsibility. Like even when when, when our mother was sick I felt like so I just had a baby, and you came in like like at 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 some point it was you and and my other sister because I couldn't be there because I was dealing with my family and the things that I had going on, right. and, and so to put all that burden on one, one kid and then they're like i don't have a choice I don't have a sister or a brother that I could call exactly. that's just a lot
0: it's a lot yeah. And and so I'm like even that base level to be able to to be able to do that and then provide for your own family mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know, in China, they live for a long time. <laughs> like, so, your parents are going to be around for a long time. <laughs> like, it's all just like. If you guys could just see her face,
1: <laughs> she felt all that burden. I
0: really like, did. Oh. I'm sorry for y'all. I really am. But I'm like, but the struggle is real. And I think we're going to start seeing yeah. that in our culture as well because of this generation of only children. And not to mention how selfish they are. <laughs> I don't even gonna go there but I mean I think it's real life Yeah. but back to my point about feminism I love and dislike y'all all all at the same time but I really think the expectation of feminism has made us want to try to do it all like that is now our right to do it all I mean what I'm saying about
1: like, if we are doing something, we don't want to be bad at it, right? right and what right. what's happening with feminism, though, is we've opened up the doors to be capable of doing more things. Right. And so now you have more things to try to be good at, you know, and, because I yeah. think that the being good is just innate to whatever it is that you're doing. But back then, you know, it was in the 50s. Right. Be good at home. and that's, You did not have to worry about a workplace and everything going on there or, or you know, things but like that. But what
0: about the women who are staying at home now because... I think about the people in my friend circle, my generation. Mm-hmm. There is maybe one out of all of them who has decided to stay home. Mm-hmm. I also feel like there's a stigma on that if you actually do want to stay home it nowadays. Is.
1: It is. So, well, I was going to say a couple things too. I I think that now the, those stay-at-home moms, they have the added challenge of the economy. Like you're saying, inflation and right. the cost of living, like now it's not like back then, a man could pay for their own family because it was expected that right. there was one income. Now it's expected that you make more money, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think that stay-at-home moms actually have, before I get to the stigma, they have an extra challenge of being economical, of mm-hmm. figuring out how to make one income work, which is a lot harder now than it was back then. True and, and I think that that's become an extra job right, <laughs> of, right. of how to do that. But but then, to the stigma of, of, of staying at home... Um, <laughs> and, and I wouldn't just say the stigma, too. Like, people... The expectation is no longer there, right? Mm. Um, so still skipping the stigma, <laughs> but like <laughs> the expectation is, oh, you had an education, you should be working, right? right? Or or you are wasting your life. Like like people genuinely believe mm. that even if you're a mother, you
0: should still be working, which is super odd. Yeah, I mean, but I I met this lady who she's happy in her sixties now, and she like introduced herself as a homemaker. Mind you, her kids are going on 40. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, the youngest one has already graduated college. I said, so so what have you been doing? she's been a homemaker what, for the what last was her response morning. I mean she still gotta cook but, but listen but then I saw her later at this party and yo she was up in there selling for her man's business yeah. like yeah. she was up there his like marketing campaign and yeah. I was like oh I see what homemaker means I wanna be a homemaker <laughs> I'm about to do that I can make his home <laughs> exactly <laughs> But
1: no, I, I think that it's cool that so that actually reminds me of, and and it's so funny that you brought that up because I'm kind of going through that as well. Um, so to so biblically, so the story of Ruth like she used to get up early in the morning and make sure that her husband's Mm -hmm. affairs were in order like he would just you know get up and work but she made sure that everything was in order that he was prepared that he had the tools that he needed to go out and do his work and and so that is homemaking right like like Mm it is a a part of that that I don't think that we acknowledge and I'm kind of so it's funny though that you mentioned that because to me that that brought this kind of this lens of of being a woman like Mm -hmm. it's something that I'm, i'm working on now so uh my partner he has just started his own business and whatnot and i'm used to so in corporate america in my own lane i'm a boss like that's just what I do but now that he started his own thing like I'm, I'm trying to be more like Ruth like I'm mm-hmm. like he uh, he was doing something and I was like oh I made you a spreadsheet to keep track of all of that stuff mm-hmm. and he uh, he took it he's like oh this is great and usually <laughs> I'd be forced to be like you need this spreadsheet <laughs> you know whatever whatever yeah. um, but but I think that is homemaking like that yeah. is a part of, of nurturing and, and making sure that your home is cared for mm-hmm. and it is still work that we don't mention right it's
0: hard work Laura. y'all know these men are crazy crazy um like, it's hard work dealing with them and from what we hear about the children that's you got your hands full already yeah but i'm like so could you ever see yourself You're on maternity leave right now, and so I'm like, "Could you ever see yourself taking a step back from your career to homemade?" I tried it. Uh, You don't. Oh, you weren't around. I remember. Uh, But I'm uh, like, I feel like there's a different definition of homemaking now, like what we just described. Well, I was going to
1: say it also depends on what stage of life you're in, like with your Mm -hmm. your family and all that. So Mm -hmm. like, when I tried it before is when I had my first daughter. I was like, I'm going to stay at
0: home, but to be a stay at home mom, not to be a homemaker oh yeah no
1: but i mean it still had a lot of same things like <laughs> i was like i had to cook every day i had to iron <laughs> other people's clothes <laughs> you, you can tell from the tone of my voice so It was not one of my
0: <laughs> yeah you don't sound very excited about that. how long did this last maybe six months
1: <laughs> i think i'm ready to go back now <laughs> can i go back now please oh my god but anyway so um I, can't. I think that I, I would never personally be fully like out of something professionally, Mm -hmm. but I, I am. And I think it's going to happen sooner than, than later is that I am going to reshape what my work, what my work looks like. Like, like what I learned in maternity leave is that I need more balance and Mm -hmm. that when I'm at work, when I'm in that work mode, I can go 12 hours a day Mm -hmm. and be focused on work.
0: And what is the balance you have there? None. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) And and so what
1: I, what I recognize now is that I actually enjoy a day where I can do three hours, you know, home and, and and two hours out with the kids and four hours of work here and Mm -hmm. one hour of exercise and one hour of, you know, meditation, um, like, that's been like my best days, um, Mm. when I'm able to to strike that balance correctly. Right. Um, and so that's what I'm trying to get to. Like, like, I think that's what maybe
0: then I'll figure out how I can have some mom friends. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I'm like, then you can be bragging. I'm like, no, but in all honesty though, what do you think it'll take for the culture of momming to change? I think, because that's part of what the core issue is yeah and we've talked about real life mommy well i was gonna say so the thing i
1: liked about the the lady i met today is it wasn't even about her having that commonality of her kid is struggling it was about her being genuine and and Mm -hmm. saying hey this is where i'm good at this is who i am and bringing herself Mm -hmm. like um even at that same event i was talking to other moms and you can tell when someone's genuine with you and you can Mm -hmm. tell when they're like hey i'm Jane's mom." And I'm like, okay, hi. <laughs> um, versus, hi, I'm such and such, you know. And and I think part of it, too, I, I had this challenge early on, is I also am not a woman who has completely gotten rid of my identity for my children. And that's that is something that, like, like you meet these moms and their whole life is their kids. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't do anything for themselves. They don't, you know, have their own thing. Um, and I'm not okay with that either. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I don't think that, and, and I don't fuck them because I, it's easy to, to see how they got there, Mm -hmm. but it's hard to relate to them as an adult
0: (laughs) (laughs) individual, I'm sensing some slight shade over here. No, it's not shade because I I, I empathize with them. Like, I understand.
1: Like, I was telling you, the difficulties of of doing that, like, of of doing all the right things is you have to completely immerse yourself so I can see how they got there, right? right? Right. But it's hard to relate. Like, I was telling telling you, I don't want to go to a kid's party and spend all time talking about the kids right that right. is not fun
0: <laughs> I'd be like do they have alcohol here? <laughs> like Chuck E.
1: Cheese do we no cocktails? they don't they don't have cocktails at Chuck E. <laughs> <and laughs> Cheese like, oh but but I'm saying like like there is uh that to me that's not necessarily additive mm-hmm. at to at a certain point Interesting. like you can have a conversation like like the lady like today again we talked about tutoring and, and different things that we can do whatever mm. um, but I felt like there was still a balance of I'm this person outside of my child and I'm also mm. my child's mother
0: so you asking for a whole lot for somebody who don't even want so, so <laughs>
1: that's why I'm saying I want associates
0: okay and so where I guess where would you categorize this lady you met You will put her in your associate category versus like the other people. Like the
1: reason I I feel like I can be associates with her because I could see our relationship growing and Mm. having a mutual respect for one another. I don't wanna be associates with someone that we just interesting.
0: So you trying to promote people from associate to I can interesting approach. That's that's not how you (laughs) no? My associates stay Stay associates for
1: years and years to come. Oh yeah. It's
0: actually really hard to become a friend.
1: <laughs> I'm like it's real hard. Ooh. So so okay, let's let's speak like, to that. So why is it hard? What what do you require from your friends?
0: Uh that's a good question. Okay, so for my friends I require it to be a relationship in which we can both grow and in which we're both pushing each other to okay. grow. Right. That's probably the most important identifier, qualifier, I would say. Um, And just most people are not interested in that. Really? Yeah. Like most people, I think like you're saying about the moms and their mom, their kid identity. Like they're not trying to grow. Like they're completely content with where they are. And most people actually are. Oh,
1: that's probably it. I think you might have hit the hit the cord with that.
0: And so I'm like, I'm just kind of addicted to self-improvement. Yeah. And so I just need to be around people who are like that. Otherwise it feels like I'm kind of being slowed down. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: If they don't understand your priorities or how you're prioritizing.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. And so I think that's, that's why it's hard on the friend category. And so most people remain associates and there must be a level below associate because <laughs> Some people don't even get fat. Okay. I was like, I don't know. I mean, there must be. There really must be. But I also don't really, I mean, I have a best friend in name, but I'm like, I don't actually think you can, like, grow to the best friend level. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't even know what that takes. Like, so, so how did you establish the
1: best friend level? Like, what's that?
0: It was thrust upon me. Yeah, <laughs> You know what I mean? I just accept it. <laughs> kidnapped you (laughs) but I don't think I'm a good best friend I was like I just don't think I'm really good at that but I think I'm like I think really to me I think I can be a best friend to my partner like to be a helpmate Mm -hmm. to me that is a best friend relationship Yeah, I don't know that you can have that with a person not your mate
1: I don't see how you can maintain it like I I could see it through like college yeah, um, but yeah. then after that, it gets hard.
0: It's really hard. Yeah, it's really hard. I'm like, I don't know how you could have that and a partner. Like, how do you? Somebody's getting cheated. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> how do you? You talking about that? You talking about kids? You talking about work? See like, how you get I it? I'm I like, eh, I don't know about all that. <laughs> but but I think <laughs> that's okay.
1: So so I think that's a little bit about what I'm saying about the the friend expectation. Like, you have to acknowledge that when we are kids, we can play all day. You're my best friend all day, every day. Mm. When you're teenagers, same kind of deal. When yeah. you get to college, you guys still have a lot of free time, you know, whatnot. Yeah. But as you start to develop your own grown-up life, mm-hmm. um, you have other priorities that are more pressing, more urgent. And I think that we should all be adult enough to say, that a friend is someone who when they are there they are completely present right. when and they and you have a reciprocal relationship yeah. and you love one another dearly right and I think that is really the most that you can ask of people who are you know heading and forging their own life
0: right um and
1: right. and the different things that they're doing whether it be whatever right um but if anyone has an expectation beyond that I think it's unhealthy
0: yeah so yeah Stop expecting so much from other people And don't be a bad mom friend. (laughs) Is the moral of our story here I'm like I think we uncovered a lot though around I never thought about some of this stuff Or articulated it out loud About you know some of the things we talked about Friendship and expectations and things like that It's quite interesting Are there any key takeaways or like you know Words of wisdom you would leave the audience with so i'm thinking about
1: this is all real time guys so i'm thinking about like my relationships and maybe i would have better relationships if i were more capable of setting that expectation Mm -hmm. of this is how i interact and and then a portion of it too as i'm thinking about it out loud is the guilt that i put on myself right like Mm -hmm. we were talking about you want to be good at everything and and i Apparently, unconsciously, have realized that the reason that I don't want these relationships is because I can't be good at them. Mm -hmm. And so if I lowered that bar mutually with the person and with myself, then that'll probably create a better opportunity to create friendships.
0: Interesting. I want to see. Let me know how that goes with the expectations. This is
1: real therapy, guys. I
0: know. It really is. (laughs) I feel therapized. I
1: really do. (laughs) Therapized? Is that the word? No, this is I'm awesome. I yeah, love it.
0: Yeah, this is awesome, y'all. Let us know how what's going on with your mom friends, with your friend friends, with your acquaintance friends. Or if
1: you have friends. Or <laughs> if
0: you have them. Or you if know. we're your friends. Just <laughs> let us know. Like, we're glad we could pour into you when we can. We expect something in return, though. <laughs> <laughs> so until next time, y'all, I'm your girl, Tanisha Nicole. And
1: I'm Shawna Dixon. If and we, we are, are Black Girl Fly. fly.